Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give and it will come back to you. Good measure. Press down, shaking together and running over. Give. It will come back to you. When you give, give to the Lord. Give in love. Give in faith. Give in joy and a smile on your face. How you give is a reflection of your gratitude. Give. It will come back to you. Good measure. Press down, shaking together and running over. Amen. Y'all, are y'all starting to learn this little tune with me? Praise the God. Amen. Praise God. God is good. Turn your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 19. Chapter 19 and verse 13 this morning. This is a continuation of what we started last week. This is part two of Do You Believe? Do You Believe? Part two of Do You Believe? Acts chapter 19, looking at verse 13 through 15. What's the power word this morning, church? Jesus. <clears throat> Who's the most powerful person this morning, church? Jesus. Oh, come on. At the precious name of Jesus, every knee's going to bow. Amen? Of things in heaven, things under the heavens. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus is His name. Just, just say His name, Jesus, this morning. Come on. Jesus. Jesus. Just let the precious name of Jesus just roll off your tongue this morning. Jesus. Jesus. He's our Savior this morning. Amen? Amen. He's our King of kings. He's our Lord of lords. And He's our Savior. And there's only one name. Oh, come on. That will bring salvation to our souls. And that's the precious name of Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 19. Hey, Looking at verse 13. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had had evil spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjourn you by Jesus whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of one Scevia of a Jew, a chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Father, we thank you for the reading of your word this morning. We invite your Holy Spirit to continue in your blessings. We thank you. We recognize your presence in the house. And Lord, we ask you to hide your servant behind the cross. Let your anointing flow into our souls this morning to receive your precious word in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen Amen and Amen. Praise the Lord. I I like what this, this, this spirit said. It says, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know, but who are you? Who are you? Amen. See, the demon recognized the power and the authority that is in the name of Jesus. Amen. He even recognized the faith of Paul in the name of Jesus. But that demon also recognized that these Jewish priests did not know Jesus. Come on, church. They had only heard of Jesus through Paul's preaching. And they, and they knew that they were trying to cast out this demon while standing on the level of hope. How many of y'all remember the level of hope this morning? Amen? Remember what I said? Level of hope is just like a step. We got our, we got our level of hope right here. We got, to step on, we got to step on this level of hope. We got to have some hope in Jesus Christ this morning. Amen? Amen. All my hope, Brother Tim, is singing that song. All my hope is in Jesus. Yes. But how many of you know that hope won't get you home? Come on. Amen. I said hope won't get you home. If you want to get to heaven, you got to have faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on. I mean, no, hope won't get you healed. Come on, church. You can have hope all you want, but it won't get you healed. Listen, faith is the evidence of things hoped. Come on, church. Amen. Amen. It's just a step to get you to the next level, but the level you need to get at, come on, church. Oh, it's a faith level. You got to get to the faith level that you know, that you know, that you know that Jesus Christ is your Savior. Come on. And you've been born again. Amen. 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 That's the first thing that happens when people get born again is that the devil will tell them, now you know you didn't get nothing. You know you're really not saved. You know 
You know, you're not saved like Brother Dwayne. Now, Brother Dwayne been in that church for 70 years. You will never be saved like Brother Dwayne because you've been in a honky tonk. And Brother Dwayne ain't never been no honky tonk. At least he's better than me. I'll tell it normal one day. But we, we, we judge other people and we think, well, they got the faith. They got the faith, you know. They got the faith. And the devil will come along and say, oh, yeah, you know you ain't got the faith. You know, you, you just get back, back down there to hope. You're just hoping on Jesus. The way you've got faith in Jesus, you're just hoping on Jesus. Come on. Listen, you got to, hope is just the first step to get you to faith. But you've got to get to the faith level. You cannot stay in hope. Come on. All my hope might be in Jesus, but all my faith, come on, is in my Messiah, Jesus Christ. I know that He's King of Kings. I know that He's Lord of Lords. You, you can't convince me otherwise. Amen. And through the Holy Scriptures and through the Word of God, I know that I'm saved. I know that I'm sanctified. I know that I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I ain't hoping to one day get saved. I ain't hoping to one day be sanctified. I ain't hoping that one day I'll get to speak in tongues alone and I'll get baptized. I'm not hoping that one day I'll get to go to heaven. Honey, I know. I know that I know that I'm going to heaven. You got to have faith in the name of Jesus. It's the faith that's in the name that saves your soul. Amen? It's the faith in the name. Look at what these old boys are doing. These these fellas, they've been practicing, you know, they were religious men and they've been practicing this exorcism stuff. And I'm sure they were all versed in the laws of Moses and all that. They heard about a man named Paul and he was preaching about a man named Jesus of Nazareth. Come on. The power and the authority that Paul had, that demons were cast out. And then, you see, they've been sweating all day. They're like, man, I'm tired right now. You know what? We don't want to wrestle this thing all day long. Let's just call on the Jesus that Paul preached and cast this thing out and get out of here. Come on. And so they began to call on Jesus that Paul preached. And, and, and they began to tell that demon now, little demon, yeah, you get on out of here because I didn't heard about Paul and I didn't heard about Jesus. And I'm telling you, in the name of Jesus Christ and that's that Paul preached, you get out of here. That demon rolls up and says, hey, Paul, I recognize. I've seen his authority. I've seen his power. Jesus, I know, is the King of kings. Oh, no, Lord, Lord. Listen, the demons know it too. Come on. The Bible says that God himself believes and yet trembles. How about we get to trembling back in the house of God this morning? The devil's got more reverence. And the scripture goes on to say that that evil spirit jumped on them and stripped their clothes off and they ran out naked and took, took off running because they didn't know Jesus. What they should have done is they say, I know Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I've accepted Him as my Savior, my King, and my Lord. I'm a born-again believer in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I cast you out, devil, in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on. If He had said that, that demon would have been running on out of that man and getting on somewhere else, amen, in a dry place and leaving that man alone instead of jumping on them. What I'm here this morning to tell you, I'm asking you a question. Do you believe? Because you need to believe in the Messiah this morning. You need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. You need to believe that there's power and authority in the blood of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, let's save your soul from a place called hell. Come on, church. Save us from a place called hell. And honey, if you can believe that God can save you, but you save your soul from a place called hell, then you can move over and you say, I believe that in the name of Jesus, I can receive physical healing for my body. Come on. I can receive a miracle. I remove depression out of my mind in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, church. But if you're just hanging out down here, come on. And you just keep looking up at everybody else that's on the next level, and you don't make an effort to get there. The devil will knock you off this step and put you down here in depression and hopelessness. See, down here is hopelessness. You ain't even got hope anymore. You ain't even got hope anymore. Listen, but hope only comes by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and gets you to the hope level. Come on. And more preaching of the gospel.
gospel of Jesus Christ will get you to the faith level. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by. Come on, finish it up for me this morning, church. The word of God. Thank you, Brother Dwayne. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now let me just blow your mind for just a moment. The scripture doesn't say faith cometh by reading and reading by the word of God. Man, it gets real quiet when I say stuff like that, don't it? <laughs> what? Did he, just, did he just speak blasphemy? What was that? The Bible don't say faith cometh by reading and reading by the word of God. Faith, the Bible says faith cometh by hearing. Come on. Hearing and hearing by. Come on. If you get the correct translation, it is the anointed preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ that moves faith into your, into your system. Come on. Into your soul. And by the preaching and the hearing of the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ, faith begins to build on the inside. Listen, this is why you can't sit home on Sunday. Come on. And watch Bonanza. There ain't no faith in Bonanza. You got to get into the house of the Lord and get somebody to preach to you to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. To stir up the faith. Come on. That's on the inside. So you can step up from hope and step up in the faith. Come on. Step from hope. Step up in the faith. Don't let that devil knock you down. Come on. Last week I talked about playing King of the Hill with my little grandson. Every time you hear the gospel message of faith, the devil will jump up and he'll try to push you down the hill like King of the Hill. But the next time the devil shows up and tries to get your attention, just kick him in the face. Come on. Kick him in the face in the name of Jesus and say, not today, devil. I got faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come on. Amen. Amen. Come on. You might say, well, brother, I don't, I don't feel healed. Well, who asked you how you felt? Huh? Well, when I feel healed, then I'll know that Jesus heals people today. Now, honey, you will never get there. You will never feel healed. Because the devil will make sure you feel sick all the time. Come on. you got to believe in the name of Jesus in the middle of your sickness. you got to believe in the name of Jesus. Come on. In the middle of your hell here on earth. you got to believe in the name of Jesus. Come on. In the middle of your depression state. In the middle of the bad news. In the middle of the doctor's office. In the middle of Walmart. Come on, church. In the middle of I-20. you got to believe that there's power in the name of Jesus to save your soul. Hallelujah. Those who have been with me for a long time have, have heard me tell the story of how Jesus saved me from a terrible car accident. I would have died. The car I was on, we were coming down. I was coming by myself. I was coming down the mountain in Germany. I hit black ice and there was no turning. There was no stopping. I didn't have time to call the pastor. Come on. For a prayer meeting. I didn't have time to call on angel for a prayer meeting. Come on church. I didn't have time to grab my Bible and say what was that chapter? What was that verse? Come on. All thing I had time to do was cry out to Jesus and speak the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the most powerful name on the planet. Come on. And when I cried out, Jesus, I know the Lord. I never saw him with my physical eyes, but I'll never be convinced otherwise. I know the Lord sent one angel and put his hand on the car because I came to a stop. Within inches of going over the embankment, I would have went down to a bluff and I would not be here today to preach the gospel. But I knew there was power. I knew there was authority. I knew my life was at stake. And there was only one person that could save me from an impending doom of dying in that car wreck. And his name was Jesus. Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. I had faith in Jesus' name. Listen. Woo. There's nothing more powerful than the name of Jesus. The scripture says, I read to you last week in Philippians, that every knee shall bow. Every power of the heavens, of the earth, underneath the earth, everything will bow at the name, at the name, the spoken name, the mention of his name, the spoken name of Jesus. Now, believe, now listen, the scripture doesn't say Jesus is standing there, but trust me, when Jesus is standing there, you won't be kneeling, you'll be prostrate, laid out before the Lord on your face, honey. But the glory of Jesus is unbelievable glorious, amen. And we will all be laid out before the Lord. But it says that every knee shall bow. Come on. And when you bow, you're bowing your authority. You're bowing your command. You're bowing everything that you have, everything that's underneath you, everything that you're ever going to have. You're bowing it in worship, in submission to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And 
Bonnie. I hope I'm standing by you when it happens. Because I'll grab you by the arm. And I'll say, watch this, Bonnie. Here he comes. Here he comes, Bonnie. Oh, watch this, Bonnie. This is going to be something. This is going to be something. Come on. Bebo, where are you at? You got to see this. Somebody go get Bebo. She got to see this. Oh, she's laying it in. My Lord, church, sir. Come on. Somebody go get Bebo. You got to see this. Because Lucifer's coming. And Lucifer is going to bow his knee at the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Even the devil himself. We will see this happen. This is a historical fact that is going to happen in the future. We will be there to watch Lucifer bow his knee and declare with his tongue that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, come on, somebody! That's shouting down right there! There's power in the name of Jesus. And I love to use this Hebrew name, Yeshua. Yeshua. Come on, say it with me. Yeshua. Yeshua. That's what Mary called him. That's his Hebrew name. We call him Jesus. Come on, I'm going to tell you something. The J was not invented until the 16th century. Hello. In Jesus' day, there was no J sound. There was no J sound. It's not Joseph. It's Yahshua. Come on, church. His name is Yahshua, not Jesus. Yahshua. That's what Mary called him. And it happens to be the same name as we call the book of Joseph. Hello. His name is actually Yahshua. Take the J off. Turn it to a Y. Praise God. Yahshua. That's his Hebrew name. The name of Jesus Christ this morning. The demons recognize the power in that name. Do you? I said the demons recognize the power that is in that name. Do you? Do you this morning, church? Turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 3 and verse 1. Acts chapter 3 and in verse 1 through 7. You've read this many times. Amen. How many of y'all reading the book of Acts with me right now? We are in the book of Acts, amen, this month. So we, we've already read this, but we're going to read it again. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. Well, for us, that'd be like 3 p.m., okay? A certain man named Lane from his mother's womb was carried. That means this man has never walked before. Something happened when he was born. He probably was dropped as soon as he came out of his mama. Something happened to his legs, and he never walked whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. So this was the man's job. At three o'clock every day, somebody would take him to the temple and he would beg for money. That was his job. He couldn't work. That was it. The only thing he could do was ask somebody for some money. That was his job. He had bigger clothes on. Over in Israel, they, they identified people by the clothing that they wore. He had bigger clothes on. And he sat at the gate called Beautiful. And he was there simply asking for money. Verse 3, Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked of alms. He asked of money. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John. Look on us. They said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. I'm going to tell you something this morning, church. When you come to the house of God, you need to be at a place in your life where you're coming expecting something from God. I'm coming, listen, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what songs they're going to sing. I don't know what the preacher's going to preach. But I'm expecting the move of the Holy Ghost. I'm expecting something to happen today. I'm expecting God to move. Listen, I need healing in my body. I'm going to church to get healed. I need, I need to get free from depression. I'm going to church to get free. Come on. I, 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 listen, I ain't got no money. I'm broke. I hope I sit in the right seat today. Go, come on, praise God. <laughs> Amen. So then you're in January. We did away with it. It's already gone. Amen. But listen, you got to come expecting to receive. If you don't come expecting to receive, you will go home with nothing. It amazes me how two people in church can be sitting side by side and one of them just get totally blessed. I mean, they grinning from ear to ear. Come on, church. They, they grin from ear to ear like they're eating Sister Bonnie's banana pudding. And, and somebody else sitting right beside them is looking like they're sucking on a lemon. Come on, church. And, and one sucking on a lemon, it says, well, I didn't, get, I didn't feel the Spirit of God moving. And I didn't get nothing today. Uh, I guess God wasn't there. I didn't feel no anointing at all. And the other one said, what's wrong with you? Because I'm totally blessed and healed and sanctified today. I felt the power of God. I felt the Holy Ghost. I don't understand why you didn't receive it. Come on. 
Because one came expecting and the other one didn't. Amen. That's good preaching right there for somebody. You didn't come expecting. So here, this man, he was expecting. Look at verse 6. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, he had something. He might not have no money, but he had something. He says, as such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up, stood and walked and entered into the temple into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. My Lord, hallelujah. They said, in the name of Jesus, silver and gold. Listen, just because you ain't got no money don't mean you can't bless somebody. Come on. You may not have a dime in your pocket, but you got the power and the authority and the blood of Jesus Christ to lay hands on the sick. Come on and watch them recover. You got the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. And they said, silver and gold we don't have, but what we do have, we're going to give it to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Come on, church. Now, did that sound like a prayer to you? Did that, did that sound like Peter and John were praying? No, not no prayer we ever prayed. Uh-uh. No. You know why? Because they didn't. That was not a prayer. That was a command. That was a command to this man. Amen? They understood the teachings of Jesus in John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. If you want to turn there or write it down. The teachings of Jesus written in red, it says, Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now here's something you gotta look, you gotta study your Bible, you gotta study the language of Hebrew and, and Greek and, and Arabic, and you've got to get into some study Bibles, amen, that'll help you out. I like to use a little thing called eSword. You can download it, it's an app. You can, you can hit a word and it'll tell you what it means in Hebrew, Greek, or Arabic. Listen, the word ask in Hebrew literally means demand. Demand. So go back and read that again. And whatsoever you shall demand in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you should demand anything in my name, I will do it. Now let me just hold the, hold the phone for all the religious people out there that says, well, I don't want to demand Jesus to do anything. Honey, we ain't demanding Jesus to do nothing. Peter and John did not demand Jesus to do anything. Peter and John demanded the man that was sick, demanded the man that was paralyzed. They didn't demand Jesus. They demanded the man that was a beggar. They looked at him and said, silver and gold have I none. But in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you rise up and walk. That's what they did. That was not a prayer. That was not a demand on God. That was a man on him. Amen? And the man hearing it had to receive it. And then he had to do something else. He received it. Maybe you heard about this man named Jesus. I mean, there was a lot of commotion about Jesus going on in the temple back in that time. So maybe this beggar heard about Jesus. But when he heard the name of Jesus, listen, that man had to do something. He was living in the hope and on the level of hopelessness. But when he heard about Jesus, the scripture says, and he rose up and walked. Listen, he had to do something. He had to physically begin to push himself up. Amen? He had to physically begin. Now, I don't know what that looked like, but I can imagine if your legs ain't never worked before, I would imagine that you would start pushing with your arms. I can imagine that you would grab a hold of something. And you would start to pull yourself up by your arms. Come on. Remember, this man ain't never walked before. He don't even know how. His mama never taught him. Amen. He's seen people do it, but he never done it himself. But when he said, rise up, I believe this man started pushing the ground. And I believe that he started doing everything he could. Maybe he got up and just began to push a little bit like a little push-up. And maybe he grabbed a hold of something else. And all of a sudden, he began to straighten his back up. And he began to push down for the very first time on those old crippled legs of his, those weak legs that never stood before. And he stood up. The scripture says immediately when he began to move, when he began to listen to this to me, church, you have got to move immediately. When he began to move, strength came into his legs. Strength came into his bones. Strength came into his muscle legs. Strength came into his ankle bones. And he began, he stood up and then he 
looked at him and said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he looked at them and it started happening. Are you blind? Can you not see that my legs are weak? I've been here since birth. That's everybody here. I've never walked and you're telling me to walk? If he had got offended, this is amazing to me. Because in 2023, people are offended at the gospel of Jesus Christ when the preacher says that Jesus still heals today. Oh, no, brother, that got done away with, with the apostles. You need to throw that Bible away. That Bible's a lie. Amen. It don't ever say anything about doing away with the apostles. Matter of fact, I was thinking about this statement the other day, and it came to me. In, in the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, we just read it a few days ago. Acts chapter 2, we read it on February the 2nd. Amen, amen, amen. All right, we had Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. There was 120 souls in the upper room. And the scripture says that the Holy Ghost came down. Oh, come on. Like a flame of a fire. They begin to see something shine. They began to flame of the, uh, the flame above their heads. They were sitting down, by the way. They were not standing. They were not kneeling. They were sitting down at the table, I guess. And they began, listen, and the flame started moving upon them. They all got baptized. 120 souls got baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not just the 12 apostles, but 120 souls. My question to you, and for everybody who says all oh, that's been done away with with the apostles, when the last apostle died. Are you telling me that God took back the gift of the Holy Ghost? Oh, come on, church. He took back the gift of the Holy Ghost from over a hundred people that were in the upper room simply because the last apostle died? Think about it. You know, I've told you this before. You don't need a PhD in theology. You need a common sense. My God would never take anything away like that. Those people kept on talking in tongues. They kept on believing. Come on. And through the ages of time, the baptism of the Holy Ghost has fallen. Come on, right here in good old Bowden, Georgia, in Bowden Church of God. And we've got the same baptism of the Holy Ghost that fell on the day of Pentecost on 120 souls. Come on, church. Oh, come on. Some of y'all don't know if you want to say amen or not. Huh? I done figured some of y'all out. Some of y'all think I preach blasphemy half the time. You're afraid to say something. The other, other half of y'all got that 30-second delay button going on. Amen. What did he just say? Let me think about that for a second. Do I want to say amen or not? Yeah, I guess that's all right. Amen. Amen. I told Angel, I noticed that when we go live on the radio, there's actually a 20-second delay. Before I say the word to the microphone and before it's cast into the airways, I said, Angel, you know, we got people in church like that. They got 20 second, 30 second delays. I can see it on their face. Amen. They'll, they'll catch what I said 20 seconds or 30 seconds later and they'll get it. But I done moved on to something else. Amen. Praise God. Mm, this is a good word this morning, church. They believed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. They believed in the name of Jesus Christ. This man had to obey them. This man had to act on what he heard. Church, when we act on what we hear. When we act on what we hear. Come on, if you're sick in body and, and we get the anointing all out and we lay hands on you, then you start doing what you ain't supposed to do. Come on. If the doctor told you you need to sit 24 hours a day, uh, stand 20 hours a day and sit four. Just do the opposite, amen? Do what, listen, do what the doctor says you, ain't, you can't do, amen? That's how healing comes when you act on the Word. When you act on the Word. Oh, man, this is a good word for somebody. Listen, faith goes out and fills out the job application. Can I get an amen? amen. Even when the body don't want to agree with you, Amen. Faith gets up in the morning at 5 a.m., get dressed and go to work, even when the body says, let's sleep a little bit longer. Come on, church. Amen. So many people miss it right here. They think they have to beg God to heal them, and they hope that one day He will. We don't beg God. We just receive the gift that's already given. We don't beg Him. We've already received it. It's already there. It's already been paid for we have to do our part in receiving and acting on God's on God, and He will do His part. Amen? Right. James chapter 1, verse 6. But let him ask in faith. This is James chapter 1, verse 6. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. 
For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and is tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Look at what it says. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Amen? Listen, it's okay to know where you are. It's okay. It's okay to know where you are on your faith level. Amen? It's okay to know, hey, I'm on, I'm on hope. I see the faith level. But Lord, I need, I, I need some help to get there. Amen? I love the, the, what that man told Jesus. He said, Lord, and Jesus said, do you have faith? He said, yes, Lord, but help thou my unbelief. He said, I, I see it. Take me to the next level. Take me to the next level. Listen, we need to identify where we are. Where we are in our, in our walk with God. Identify where we are. Listen, and nobody's going to beat you up if you're still on the, on, the hope, on the hope step. But I will tell you, all you need to do is, is start trusting God and move forward and keep, keep trying. Amen. Keep trying. Keep reading your Bible. Keep coming to church. Keep hearing the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come on. We got a radio station that's preaching 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Come on. And the pastor only wants you to listen to it 30 minutes a week. Man, it got quiet right there again. Amen. Come on. Y'all need to start listening to listen. February is radio month. February is radio. I started to bring a hundred dollar bill today and ask one question. What was the last scripture I used on the hour of prayer Tuesday night? It would have been between 7.50 and 8 o'clock. What was the last scripture I used? I started bringing a hundred dollar bill and asked that question. You know why I didn't? Because I already know you don't know. We don't sense to be praying. But don't be surprised if I don't stand up here and wave a hundred dollar bill. Huh? And say, can somebody tell me what was the last scripture that Angel gave on Tuesday night? What was the first scripture that she gave on Tuesday night? Come on. It's, it'd be the first, whoever can answer the question, that'd be your hundred dollar Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if I don't strap a hundred dollar bill in one of these seats. Amen. Because the pastor wants you to move up front and stop sitting in the back. Come on, get close to the fire. Amen. Amen. Oh, man, there's that 30-second delay again. Praise the Lord. Listen, we have got to have hope and faith in Jesus Christ. you got to know where you are. you got to know where you are. Amen? Amen. you got to know where you are. Amen. Know where you are. Look at what James said. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. He didn't say ask in hope. He says, ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he will receive anything of the Lord. Even if you say in the name of Jesus, if you don't have faith that Jesus can do it, if you don't have faith in the name of Jesus, it ain't going to happen. you got to have faith in the name of Jesus this morning, church. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on up here to the, to the, to the piano, Brother Hagin. Yes, sir. Turn your Bibles to Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. I want to tell you, there's a, lot of, there's, a, there's a lot of churches and a lot of preachers like to rip this page right out of the Bible. Amen? This is when they start getting on their doctrine. Well, you know, that died away when the apostles went away. You know, Jesus didn't mean for all that to carry on for, for us here in 2023. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. It's still in my Bible. It ain't going nowhere. Is it still in your Bible? Come on. Is it still in your Bible? Mark chapter 16, verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name. This is Jesus talking. In my name they shall cast out devils. Can you cast a devil out, church? Yes, you can. In the name. As long as you've got faith in the name of Jesus Christ. And you know who Jesus is. Come on. You gave me like these, these priests. That don't, I've only heard about Jesus through the preaching of Paul. I've only heard about Jesus through the preaching of, of the pastor. I don't know him for myself. Look, you better know him for yourself this morning. Make sure you're saved. Amen. And don't just stay in the saved section. Get to the sanctified. Come on. Get the sin out of your life this morning. Put down the cigarettes. Put down the alcohol. Put down the addiction. Come on. Put down the pornography. Come on, church. We got to get sold out to Jesus Christ. Know Jesus for ourselves. Get sanctified in God. Amen. And get baptized in the Holy Ghost. We got to keep moving closer to Jesus. Keep moving closer and closer and closer until we get like Enoch. And all of a sudden, we just walk right on into heaven, praise God. 
Amen. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Now let me just stop right there. Jesus is not telling you to play with snakes. Come on. Jesus is not telling you to drink bleach. Come on. Amen. Don't be grabbing the snake and say, I'm going I'm to have some hope and faith in Jesus. You better have something, amen, if you're going to grab a hold of a snake. You better grab something. You better hold up something, amen. Listen, we don't play with those things, but I do believe this. Just like the Apostle Paul by the fire, he didn't know the serpent was in the fire. The serpent came out of the fire and bit him on his hand. It was the deadliest snake on the island. Everybody gathered around and said, this man must be a murderer. This man must be a thief. He must have killed somebody and God is having vengeance. That's what they thought. The the natives thought that God is having vengeance. He just sent a a serpent, the most poisonous serpent, on the island to bite this man. And and, and, they bit Paul. And Paul looked at that thing and he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he threw that snake right back into the fire. He didn't pet that thing. He threw it right back into the fire. Come on. He said, in the name of Jesus. Come on. He already knew Mark chapter 16. He already knew that if he got bit, if he drank poison, come on, by accident or by somebody else's malicious means, not him trying to test God or play with God, but if it happens, come on, shake it off in the name of Jesus. Come on. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. It's the antidote to sickness this morning. It's the antidote to depression. It's the antidote to, oh, come on, church. I said, it's the antidote this morning. Woo, hallelujah. I find it amazing. I was planning on holding this back toward Easter, but somebody needs to hear it. I find it amazing that doctors how they get antidotes for sleep now. You see, they will take a sheep. How many all know that Jesus is the Lamb of God? Amen. They will take a sheep and they will put a deadly snake in there with that sheep. And that, that snake will bite that sheep. But there's something in the bloodstream of that animal. There's something in the lamb. There's something about a sheep. It's amazing that Jesus shows the image of a sheep. Come by talking to the church and, and how Jesus is the Lamb of God. You see, there's something about the DNA of that sheep. There's something about the bloodstream of that sheep. That snake will bite that sheep. That poison will go into that sheep. And a nut will begin to form. And the blood cells that's in that sheep will begin to attack that poison. And something will begin to happen. A venom, an anti-venom, a, a drug begins to produce in that sheep. And the doctors will draw that out and then turn around and give it to you so you can be healed from a snake bite. Check it up, look it up yourself. Google it, look it up yourself. This is where they get the, the antidote for snake bites. And they go to a sheep. Oh my God, is the lamb of the most high. He's the lamb of God. And his blood, listen, he took upon him the sins of mankind. Your sin and my sin and the sin of mankind was taken into the lamb of God's body. Oh, but when it got inside Jesus' body, oh, something began to happen. Yes, it is something began to happen because his blood was pure. His blood had a holy ghost. His blood had a son. Oh, his blood had a father. God's DNA on the inside. And something began to happen. Oh, the bloodstream of Jesus began to attack the poison of sin. And he had to note for sin in the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on and give a shout to God this morning. Woo, glory to God. The believer, which is supposed to be you and me, we're supposed to have signs following us. We're supposed to have Mark chapter 16, read it for yourself. If your Bible don't have Mark chapter 16, go get you another one. Amen. Somebody ripped the page out. It's written in red, it's the words of the Messiah. At the name of Jesus, every demon in hell has to bow his power. Every sickness and disease ever created, come on, has to bow its power at the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus. I said at the name of Jesus. 
Come on, church. Every sickness, every disease, every attack of the enemy, whether it be a human attacking you or a spirit attacking you, everything must bow at the name of Jesus. Everything must bow its power at the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Come on, church. It don't matter what sickness man develops in a laboratory and then sends it out. Amen? I got news for you. I don't believe that that balloon was the first time. We just first time they came out and said it's there. I don't think that was the first time it's been in our skies, though. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. They already came out and said that they know the coronavirus came from a lab. And they know they're finally coming out with the truth. Whatever sickness, whatever diseases that they come out with in labs, or what comes out of nature, every single one of them must bow its power in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come on. Even death itself will bow its power at the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We've got the authority in the name of Jesus to pray over the sick. We've got the authority in the name of Jesus to raise the dead. Hello, church. I said, hello, church. Well, preacher, how come we don't see all these miracles happening in the house of God? I mean, great-grandma used to talk about it. You know why? Because you don't got watered down preaching and you don't believe in the power that's in the name of Jesus. And then the preacher that grandma heard, she believed in the power in the name of Jesus. And I want to tell you something, church, there's no other name. If you can't believe in the name of Jesus, you can't believe in nothing. Amen. The power that's in the name of Jesus this morning. It'll take care of everything that ails you. It'll take care of all your problems. Come on. It'll make your husband's ass act, act right. Ass angels, she'll tell you. Husbands, in the name of Jesus will turn your wife around. Come on. And make her act right too. Amen. Amen. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus, church. Come on, stand to your feet with me this morning. Stand to your feet with me this morning and call on His name, Jesus. Jesus. Come on, speak His name out loud so somebody can hear you. Jesus. Come on, say it again. Jesus. Jesus. Speak it out loud so your neighbor can hear you. Jesus. Say it out loud so that your demons can hear you. Say, Jesus. Come on, say it out loud so that sickness in your body can hear it. Say, Jesus. Oh, come on, let's all about in here say Jesus! 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 Come on, something's happening right now. Somebody's getting healed right now. Raise your hands, raise your hands. Somebody's getting touched by the power of the Holy Ghost and the spoken name of Jesus. Just speak His name, Jesus. Somebody's somebody's coming back to God right now. The spoken, say Jesus! 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 Now this one might take a little bit of practice, but I know you can do it. Yahshua. Yahshua. Yahshua, the Hebrew name of the Lord. Yahshua. In the name of Yahshua. Come on, we don't pray in the name of Christ. We don't pray in the name of the Lord. We got to speak His name. Jesus. Yahshua, speak His name. Mountains will move in the spoken name of Jesus. Demons will move in the spoken name of Jesus. At the spoken name of Jesus. I see what you put in your hand, brother. At the spoken name of Jesus, receive the healing by the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on. At the spoken name of Jesus. Listen, somebody, the chains of the pressing are falling off somebody right now. I can call your name if the Lord will let me. I ain't going to do it. Amen. The name of Jesus. Come on, church. Jesus. Somebody's being set free. Come on. Speak his name. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, what's the power word? Jesus. What's our Savior's name? Jesus. Jesus. We want to obey the Lord this morning. If you got sickness in your body, or you just want to come to the altar and pray, come on. We'll get the anointing all out. We will be glad to anoint you with oil this morning to pray over you. The scripture tells us. But we're going to pray in the name of Jesus. These altars are open. If you want to come out and have a little talk with the Lord this morning. And Brother Hagin is playing something for us. What do you need from God this morning, church? We need Jesus. We need Jesus. 
We need Jesus. We need Jesus. We need Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. We need Jesus this morning. We need Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Is there another this morning? Come on. Is there another this morning? Come on for prayer. We need Jesus this morning. and watching us for a while. Brother Darrell called me the other day and told us how much he's enjoying being in church here at the Bowden Church of God. Amen. 
And I told him how much we appreciated him coming. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't see the Hill family at all. The other side of the Hill family today either. So let's keep them in prayer as well. Amen. Amen. God is good. And all the time. Don't forget Wednesday night. Pastor's preaching and teaching in in the sanctuary. And Sister Becca doing a fantastic job. Amen. You know, one of the other things about that song, Tim's song, you know, it's it's what it's going to be like. You're going to get to heaven and all these people just come running up to you. You don't recognize me, but I sat in your class. Huh? I was the one that you had to get on to the most. Yeah? (laughs) I was the one that you didn't want me to come, but I came anyways. And and I was also the one that bowed my head that day. I didn't say nothing to you, but I bowed my head that day and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord. Oh, come on, church. What a beautiful song. You got something to say, brother? Yes. Amen. Little things like let your glory be restored. Yes. My shoulder had been bothering me all this week. I have to lay hands on it yesterday. Woo! Glory. Come back to him. He's always there. Yes. Amen. Amen. Everything she's done. Never give it up. He's a wonderful man. Amen. Well, thank you for sharing that wonderful testimony. And um, some of y'all don't know it, but. Uh, if I'm thinking right, Sheila, Matthew, and Chris both grew up in this church, didn't they? Amen. Amen. Sheila was part of this church for a long time, and the boys grew up here. And Brother Chris, y'all, y'all seen him before. Y'all may not know who he is right now, but he's been here with us before. They live over in Tallapoosa. They go to Covenant Life Church in Bremen. Wonderful people of God. But we're so glad to have Sheila and Matthew and, and Brother Gary with us. Amen. See, I did remember your name, bro. I'm glad I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's learning. I may have to ask him his name a couple of times before I get it. Amen. But isn't it wonderful? Amen. They're here in the house of the Lord. It's so wonderful to see all, all these beautiful faces. Amen. Amen. So as we get ready to close out again, amen, let's do some more of that greeting and meeting, that hugging, amen, and loving. Let's love on somebody because we sure are grateful to have you here today. Come back Wednesday night and be with us. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord,